Welcome back to another exciting episode of Catch Ups in My Kitchen, the podcast about all things food, health and wellness with me, Georgia Simmons, host of the podcast. This week we are joined by Roxy Marone, who is the founder of I Am. I Am is a brand run by a mother and daughter duo, which is just so incredible, and through organically formulated products and training in manifestation and healing. They are providing wellness solutions with purpose to help change your language and your mindset through the power of affirmations. This might all sound a bit woo-woo, but it makes total sense. If you don't believe or can't even see yourself getting to where you want to go, whether this is with personal goals or aesthetically, then it just won't happen. The mental thoughts and the physical products really do go hand in hand, and I am focused on both equally with solution-based products and education on changing the mindset. In this episode, I ask Roxy to dive deep into her own personal journey and struggle and talk about her life and lifestyle pre and post I am. Roxy had a moment where she was like, I am not happy with the way that I look and feel and I'm going to do something about it. So she went through a complete transformation, did an anti-inflammatory diet and completely stripped everything back and focused on her health. She calls this her healing journey and she goes into this in more detail throughout the episode. Roxy is so open and honest in this episode, which I'm so grateful for. And this episode is actually really, really motivating and should make you feel like, you know what, I can actually be whoever I want to be and do whatever I want to do and feel the best version of myself. And ultimately, that is exactly what this podcast is all about. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And as always, have a lovely, lovely rest of your day. Roxy, welcome to my kitchen. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me today. You're welcome. So to start things off, do you mind giving a quick elevator pitch? Who you are, what you do? Oh my gosh. I'm like feeling so under pressure now. Um, Okay. Elevator pitch. My name is Roxy. I'm a holistic health coach. Um, my like TikTok tagline is like, I'm here to balance your hormones and heal your gut. Uh, but I definitely feel like I'm more than that. I'm a healer, I'm a giver, um, and I'm an entrepreneur. So I feel like those are all my attributes. Di- my different attributes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Right, we have a quick fire round about all things food just mm-hmm. to start things off. Okay, love. So sweet or savory? Oh, savory. Oh no, take it back, sweet. I, sweet. Like, can I do sweet and savory? So if you had to go to popcorn, you'd be like sweet and mix. savory mix. Yeah, I would <laughs> yeah. do mix, yeah. Uh, juicy burger or overloaded salad? Overloaded salad, yeah. for sure. What's your go-to cuisine? My go-to cuisine is probably anything that's Middle Eastern or things that have loads of herbs in it. I love like coriander, parsley, basil. Yeah. So I Thai food is like one of my favorites. Yeah, Middle yeah. Eastern, I'm with you on that. Cook in or eat out? Cook in, for sure. Yeah, agreed. And mm-hmm. what's your favorite delivery? My favorite delivery, probably the Good Life Eatery. I'm a huge fan of them. They good. always they have everything for everything. Yep, yeah, that's a great one. No one said that, actually. And that's, oh. a, that's a good one. Okay, I want to start at the very beginning. Let's talk your upbringing. How were you brought up and how did your mum influence you? in? Because I know she's got a background in being a naturopathic. So what's, how did that influence your upbringing? 
Yeah, so from a young age, I was always instilled um, healthy living, healthy eating, and the harmful impact of chemicals in not only food, but cosmetics, cleaning products. Growing up, we didn't have any sort of uh, anything that had toxins in it in the house. Like we never had sodas in the house. We never had anything of that nature. And my mum's business, the organic pharmacy, uh, was the first of its kind that we knew of with no one at her this was 25 years ago no one was doing that no one was doing clean organic natural beauty and skincare and and homeopathy medicine she's her background's in pharmacy so she is a pharmaceutical um and cosmetic scientist so she has she's a very smart lady she's definitely like my mentor amazing yeah so and i'm so fortunate that i got to grow up around that and that I feel like that's definitely instilled my work ethic is being around her from I think I I have a picture I'll send it to you it's Mm. of me in the shop their first shop they had on the King's Road Um, they opened it when I was like two or three and um, they I'm like in my little white lab coat that my dad made me with my badge because he was he's a graphic designer so he did all the logos and the packaging for the brand they were like a power team together yeah amazing and I was just like selling products to people from literally three years old so from that age like I was like ready to go yeah (laughs) Yeah. amazing such synergies between where you're going and what you're doing now and 100% and I love that and I love the organic pharmacy it's fab so good on her for doing that it's amazing yeah so let's paint a picture of you pre-2022 so your relationship with food your skin journey because I know you've gone through a massive transformation which we'll touch on but Mm. let's kind of paint the picture of like Roxy pre-2022 yeah so I feel like you know like I said I'd always been around it and I'd always known things but I it was always very surface level it was very like what can I do to look good rather than feel good so it's all about, it was, for me, it was all about aesthetics and rather than not thinking about the impact that was actually doing on to my body. And I was doing five out of five things to literally give you hormonal imbalance, which was um, under-eat, over-exercise, um, have a terrible relationship with myself, negative thoughts and negative thought patterns, um, binge drinking, eating, slash, um, you know, partying so much, just a whole combination of a lot of things that didn't serve me but and I actually like this is a really good time to do this I saw a trauma specialist like two days ago and we did like a deep five hour deep dive into just like my life and why things were happening and why I still don't have my period after a year and a half of coming off the pill yeah the pill was another thing that would messes up your hormones like really it's like the one thing that I regret the most out of everything I've done yeah um so if I touch on contraception yeah it's a big one and like what you just touched on there is like I wanted to look good not feel good yeah like you probably weren't consciously thinking I'm not gonna feel good but yeah good was our is a lot of people's priorities right and like they would compromise feeling good just to look good like the quote pain is beauty yeah exactly like why is this pain in the pain and beauty also you know you look at all those fad diets that were like in the back of magazines like I remember I think I was like my gosh uh 
like 11 or 12 and I like read this uh, fasting diet of like the lemon cayenne pepper and the maple syrup and you just like drink that and like that's what you have all day and I was like oh my god this is fantastic like genius perfect (laughs) perfect like great I'm gonna do this all the time and so you know that just like instilled this habit that I'm like, oh, if I want to look a certain way, I have to do these certain things. And it was so normalized. And, you know, all the public figures at the, like, when I was growing up were all very thin. So all the models, everyone that was, you know, showing us who was the most beautiful at that time, they were very thin. So naturally, when you're looking at yourself as like, especially a young child, and this is what I experienced, and you don't see that in you, you're like, okay, so I'm going to have to do things for aesthetic to help me get there. And that's being deemed healthy. You get praised for that, especially when you lose loads of weight. People are like, oh, you look so good. You look amazing. What are you doing? What's your secret? And then, you know, that just feeds the whole cycle. Completely, completely. I feel like we're now in a very open world where there's a lot of different kind of mediums for communicating we have podcasting we have social Mm. media and everyone's kind of like opening up now about how actually maybe when they were deemed to be looking amazing they didn't feel amazing but back then everyone was like zip shut like no one was communicating that actually I don't I'm not happy although I look like this yes so we didn't actually see the other side whereas now we do see both sides which I think is really great and so informative and like refreshing so when was the pivotal moment for you when you switched from doing the five things you shouldn't be doing (laughs) to the five things you should be doing. You know, it was all um, a distraction. All of that was, I was distracting from like true problems that I had felt inside. And so I was finding all these tools to kind of suppress and put everything, just, you know, really shove it down so that I wouldn't have to deal with anything. And when I was actually starting up my business, I am, before we had started, uh, you know, I knew that my passion was to help others and you know, I had a true calling for it and that I did that through my other brand, House of Roxy. Um, I was helping loads of people with all my spiritual tools, like sage crystals, superfood powders, and then, you know, doing my in-person workshops, manifesting, and that, going into that, I it made me realize how much I loved helping people and I was actually quite good at it. I was like, okay, like I obviously have a knack for this um, and I felt very intuitive anything anyway about different things and you know I knew things before they happen or just felt connected in a way that um, other people didn't Mm. and so that kind of made me have the realization because I'm a very self-aware person and I've done like a lot of work on myself throughout the years so but it just took so long to break the barrier even though I was trying really hard to for so long it was, it, I took baby steps to get there, which is not a bad thing. And no. I think it was the only way that I could have done it. Mm. If I had gone like right into the deep end and trying to sh- solve all my problems at one in one go, then I would have like not done any of it. Yeah, you know? amazing. And you are so self-aware. Like even in the brief interaction we had mm. before starting the episode, you were like, tell me about you first. And I was yeah. like, when you said that, I was like, Hum, we're here to talk about you. Like, <laughs> I'm not talking about me right now. Like, this day or this hour is for you. Like, I want to hear yeah. all about you. And, like, you immediately asked me how I am. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow, it's super interesting. But actually, sometimes, firstly, you've got to be able to help yourself if you want to yes. help others. And, like, for you sure. know, we, we touched briefly on this is your second business and, like, House of Roxy and now this. Like, it's 
was it House of Roxy or Healing with Roxy? House of Roxy. House of Roxy was the first one. Yeah. So then I started doing TikTok um, a year ago or maybe over a year and a half ago. And actually almost two years ago now. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, that's not important. But um, that was just a community where I could just share everything. Like sort of like trauma dump. I'm like very good at oversharing. Like I took it from doing it in bathrooms in like on a night out to doing it on TikTok. Because, like, I just, you know, I'm a girly that loves to overshare. Like, yeah, I just... yeah. But also, TikTok is such a raw form of yeah. social media now. Like, I definitely share way more on TikTok yeah. than I would on, on Instagram. It's a brain dump. It is it's a, a brain full dump. brain dump. And I feel like no one's watching, even though everybody's watching. I know. And you see the, the views and you're like, oh, my God, what have I said? No, yeah. do you know what's... It's like when someone I see in person is like, oh, my God, I loved your TikTok and blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, my God, I forget that people watch they're like yes. legit watching these. I think people I don't know watching it. Yeah. When someone you're so right and you, or you see like so and so has liked your video, you're like, oh my god, like, I did is... not realize that it was going out there. Yeah, completely, completely. Kind of touching on like like digging into your own kind of problems and you're there yes. to help others. But I think in order to help others, you have to help yes yourself, yourself. And, and that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started helping myself, um, and I made the decision. I said I'm going to actually fix my relationship with food because that was like what I felt was the main problem. That was the thing that was stopping me. And like I said, you know, dipping in my toes with all my workshops, like manifesting, really opened that door for me, mm-hmm. and like gave it. You know, I'm, I'm a control freak. Like I love to control Same. everything. Same. And I'm like working with my trauma specialist, she realizes that we realized together that all I want to do is control every single area of my life. It doesn't matter what it is. So I'm exactly the same. It's yeah, really hard. Really hard. I'm a planner. <laughs> I'm a control too. person. Me, me I too, have schedules. Too. I have tick boxes. I, me yeah. too, me too. I'm like really rigid in that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, by making that first step, I was like, I'm ready. I said, I'm ready to do this and I'm ready to go at full force and just fix it. And I didn't do that with any help. Like I just decided... Like today, I'm gonna do it. But um, you have the tools, right? Because you can help other people. Yeah. And you, it's actually hard though to like look in the mirror and use those tools on yourself. Yeah, exactly. So let's start with your yeah. food relationships. What was your food relationship like and how did you go about changing it? Yeah, so I think, you know, I remember this is like the first time I ever felt self-conscious. Like, and that's, I feel like this may have started the train or the ripple effect that led later on in my life. My parents did a photo shoot with this model they always used to use. And I was like sitting there after school and they asked me to be in a couple of pictures I think I was like 10 at the time um but I was like a little bit podgy when I was younger like I had like baby fat and cute you know I was like a cute little I was well fed let's say that <laughs> like my mum liked to feed me healthy. yeah I was, oh yeah I was healthy exactly and you know there was this really beautiful Brazilian model uh tanned abs like you know butt is like lifted up there like the whole lines and I had to like be in pictures with her and I immediately felt self-conscious because I didn't look like her or like my stomach wasn't as flat as hers and I was 10 at the time and then I was like okay so I need to I need to suck in and so I started sucking in on the on the shoe and that kind of I guess like opened the door or just like showed me okay I don't look like her but and like I want to look like her because this is what's deemed beautiful so how can I do that how can I control like and control that area of my life and then you know I think 
Instagram started when I was like 14 or 15 or something and it was like very toxic on there as well as like Tumblr so like this like just like fed this whole perception that thin was good Mm. and like doing different tactics and you know some friends and I at school were like all doing the same thing and it was like very you know not a trend yeah it was the kind of the start of the effects the edits yes looking back then if you look at what you posted like the so grainy like the effects we used to put on to like yeah. change the way we looked yeah exactly Crazy. so then that kind of started and then I lost like a lot of weight and I was like okay like you know I, I never wanted to be sick you know I was like very clever in the way that I did things I was like oh I'm you know now I'm definitely like as small as I want to be I'll just like try and stay here as long as possible so um I would go back and forth, but then sometimes it would never be enough. And then sometimes I'd binge and then it was just like a whole cycle of binge and restrict for almost a decade and always having guilt around food. Like I never felt happy when I was eating something that was essentially deemed not good for you or that there was shame around it or always been finding ways to, you know, cut corners or diet. What diet am I going to do this week? What am I going to eat today? Is it, you know how much can I eat today and then and then it just it manifested in so many different ways and it definitely went up and down like then there was a period where I didn't care and then all of a sudden you know only for a few months by the way so I was like oh yeah I don't care anymore and then kind of went back onto that um but in a way that looked really healthy so I was like working out like two hours a day and then I was like eating you know under 900 calories a day but you know I just put it into my fitness pal like I want to lose x amount how many calories do I have to eat and then it came up with you have to eat 800 and blah 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 to do that yeah, so yeah. I'm like okay great that's what I have to do I'll track it and I'll do it like, yeah exactly easy. yeah it's exactly easy. and so then that like manifested into itself and then that was just like a long period of time and I was just getting so sick of it because I was so tired all the time I couldn't work properly and especially when you have a business you start to realize like you need food to fuel yourself other to fuel your brain to yeah. fuel creativity to fuel everything and like yeah. starting a business it's hard no no it's really, really hard really hard really really hard so um when I then started just doing like deeper inner work on myself and then learning about practices to help other people I was like okay like I think I'm doing something wrong here I think I need to change it also you know I think I was just at the brim of all my previous lifestyle of like drinking and going out and I just felt like none of this is serving me and if I had I was at a crossroad I was like if I want to start my new business then I need to get my stuff together. together yeah I need to get my shit together yeah yeah basically I need to get it together um because otherwise I won't be in a place to even think about it so yeah that's kind of what propelled me my purpose propelled me amazing yeah and what did you do what actions did you take okay so I definitely um I just had utter food freedom for at least like a at least the whole summer for for the whole summer I was like do you know what let's just go crazy let's go ham and just like enjoy life and not be so rigid and eat all the things that I hadn't eaten in years and not have guilt about it and not do any intermittent fasting or like you know because I was like 
I was very much on the intermittent fasting train or I'm like, oh, I'm only gonna eat from these hours to eat these hours, even though all intermittent fasting studies have been done on men. So it's really interesting that all of this sort of content is, you know, say they say do intermittent fasting, do low carb, do low this, low that, low fat, whatever. These actually do not serve female reproductive hormones and female hormones. We need fat to fuel our brain and to fuel our hormones. We need carbs to help us during our menstrual cycle and luteal phase to get progesterone to rise and to function properly. Like there are so many things that we are not told, but because they're a trending on there that we're like, okay, well, like if he says it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And he looks good. Yeah. But we're all different. Everything is so bio-individual. So completely. And you've yeah. got to listen to your body on that. Yeah. And like, exactly. For example, my mum is not a breakfast person. She just doesn't have breakfast, doesn't enjoy it, doesn't mm. want it. Mm. So she probably fasts basically until twelve. That yeah. works for her. Great. You do you. Yeah, you me, do you. I'm gonna do I me. would well, I can't. I couldn't have a conversation right here, right now, if I hadn't had breakfast this morning. Same, I same. would want to kill you. Yeah. I can't do it. So I need my breakfast. This fasting is not going to work for me. And also, I can't go to bed hungry. So yeah. fasting is not the one for me. But yeah, me too. For others, it will work. So I think, yeah, listening to your body is Yeah, key. for sure. So that was number one. Also, um, having utter and complete compassion for myself and removing judgment from everything I did, which was so hard for me because I was always so self-critical. You know, even no matter what area of my life I'd always be criticizing something about myself or others or anything and I just felt okay I need to remove that and come from a place of love instead and just let go of control for at least a little while while I can just like get on my feet again and feel like you know just that I was content I needed yeah. to feel joy again. I had been lacking joy. Mm-hmm. Everything got really dark for me, like just before I embarked on that journey. And I just needed to feel joy again. Completely. And yeah. just on the topic of joy, like mm. talking about kind of gut health and digestion. Oh my gosh. Like if you're being constantly self-critical, you're in a, you're in a knot. Your tummy is in a knot. Your gut is not happy. Yeah. And you can't digest food properly. Yeah. So then you blow. And then you're like, joy is like, the inner radiance for you. Exactly. And there's such a connection between your gut and your brain through your vagus nerve, which is a nerve that travels, that is connected from your brain to your stomach. So that's why whatever is happening in your brain will affect your stomach and whatever is affecting your stomach will affect your brain. So it's really important to heal both of those. So yeah, then I did that. Then I just, you know, relaxed, really took me time, traveled, just, just was like, whatever, you know? And didn't like work so much, just really focused on myself I did like a bit of work I was actually that's when we started the branding for my new brand um so it was like really I was getting back into my creative side and really just honing into my feminine energy because for so long I was on that masculine dominant energy I was like always driving always going never like thinking about myself never thinking about emotions suppressed all emotions like my friends used to be confused they would say like you never feel anxious and I'm like I don't know like I just don't I don't know my own feelings oh yeah also you know the pill I came off the pill as well that was a huge thing that's one of the most amazing things and worst things that happened because it was really amazing I felt so good after but I felt actually very emotional after because I think for so long it had suppressed my emotions without realizing but then I got like really bad acne from it also my acne 
started during that phase as well because one my stomach was like so not used to all of these new foods to um my all these emotions were coming out in my skin because our bodies store trauma our muscles actually store trauma that's why it's really important to do stretching yoga breathing so mm. that we can help release trauma amazing yeah. so it was kind of like the like the dip before the rise exactly so you stopped you were on the process but yeah. then you went down you came off the pill and everything and then your skin just goes like free yeah everything came out but then I bet after that it yeah it took, a, it took a long time to get my skin to like where I wanted it to be and you know I still don't have my period right now um and then following from that I basically implemented uh, a couple of months after that like four months I implemented an anti-inflammatory lifestyle because I had really bad skin and I was obviously detoxing from like the years of partying which like definitely take a toll on you because essentially our livers are our detoxification area but also our hormones are processed through our liver mm -hmm. so if we are too busy if our liver is too busy processing all the toxins you're putting in like alcohol or cigarettes or anything like that then or even processed foods junk foods like all the artificial additives and toxins from that then your liver doesn't have time to process your hormones so then your hormones get pushed back into your bloodstream and then that's how your the imbalance of hormones can appear wow yeah crazy so the anti-inflammatory diet and lifestyle mm. what did that entail because yeah it sounds great, but I'm intrigued at like what was in, incorporated in Yeah, that. so it's really interesting actually. Um, it's not always like, oh, I have to be so rigid and healthy, but I just did an allergen test, an environmental uh, ins insensitivity test, and I found out what things I was personally allergic to because that is an, that's inflammatory. Something that you're personally allergic to, which also can be healthy. Like for me, carrots and pumpkin came up. Mm -hmm. you know like weird stuff but yeah, for me it's pineapple yeah for you it's pineapple exactly yeah. so I think everyone has their own thing it's definitely checking what inflammatory triggers you have number one number two really honing into your household and cleaning products you know and your cosmetics trying always opting for natural sources that don't have things like phthalates or bisphenol a or all of these sort of toxins that disrupt our endocrine system which is where our hormones live mm. um what else did i do um oh yeah just eating the rainbow i yes. i like love eating like whole nutrient dense foods regardless like yeah. i don't feel like oh there's such a fine line be between like diet culture and actually just wanting to be healthy yeah, yeah. but there's something really interesting on this and i was speaking to a guy on the podcast yeah. the day about it what's now deemed healthy is just what we should be eating anyway yeah just normal foods you normal foods yes or the local market that are in season that's not healthy that's normal yeah but we are now conditioned to think that normal is you know uh, i don't know five guys um yeah. and the or processes or buying things on the go which don't get me wrong is all great because we live busy lifestyles and convenience often is what you have to think about more than health or you know those choices well you can do both but I'll you tell you how do both <laughs> yeah. I agree and I think like I'm a huge foodie I'm obsessed with food as we know as we mentioned controlling planning <laughs> I prep my meals in my head me too I have a list on my phone I have a, a list I'm already planning next week it's already in the yeah, of course yeah, like, I need to yeah. I just need to so that's how I guess you can do both I mean you probably have other ideas as well but I think yeah. the, the healthy diet 
normal diet. Yeah, it's normal. And w- there's such a fine line because, you know, people have struggled so long with toxic diet culture, but then they go on the opposite end where it's like, I just need to eat junk food all the time. And I'm like, well, that's not essentially good for you. Balance is good nice. for you. Having both is good for you. Like knowing, finding joy in the food that you love, but also nurturing and nourishing yourself with good nutrients mm. because then your body will be able to function as it's meant to. Yeah. You know? Completely. So that's what I found is that when the going on this acne journey, like I wanted to find foods that help me function and help me heal properly and help my brain heal. And now that I had kind of got all the cravings out the way, like I had, you know, eaten absolutely every single thing that I missed out on or like that I made myself feel guilty about it. So then they became less important to me. Mm. I they this whole stigma that I had around it where I was like, oh my God, like this is like the most amazing thing, but I can't have it because it'll make me fat. You know, that was gone. I no longer had that. So then I could start implementing a whole nutrient dense anti-inflammatory diet and lifestyle, um, which also includes stress, you know, managing your stress. Stress is actually the biggest cause of inflammation. So that was a huge thing, which was really hard for me because the acne really stressed me. Yeah. And the business, starting a business really stressed me. Yeah. But I think also you can be stressed and reduce stress. I think yes. stress is normal, but this noticing, yeah, does noticing that. stress and thinking, okay, I'm going to take a time out, I'm going to go for a walk, I'm not going to look at my phone. Yeah. Just small little things. You can still be stressed and you will be stressed, but noticing the stress and trying to do those things that you know will help you yeah. is, is great. Yeah. And, you know, balance isn't, you know, eating really clean on Monday and then binging on a Friday. Balance is having a great m- breakfast and lunch and dinner on a Monday and having your favorite chocolate bar. That's a balance. Yeah, it, exactly. It have to be or so... going out for pizza and then, you know, you know, going out for pizza for lunch and then being like, oh, well, everything's ruined because I had pizza and then just going crazy. It's like, no, you have the pizza and then you eat whatever you want for dinner. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to be an and or, or like I'm a failure if I don't stick to this really healthy diet. It's just basically, you know, what feels intuitive to you. Intuitive mm-hmm. Of eating, that's what I do. Yes. Yeah. Completely. Completely. Yeah. And now, how do you feel? Are you happy? Yeah, I'm definitely happier. Oh, I forgot to mention also affirmation practice and gratitude practice and actually really honing into my spiritual practice. I'm, I have a very strong spiritual Let's talk practice. talk about this. Yeah. People might be listening and you're here we go. Woo woo time. Yeah. No, 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 no. She's going to be like. Here we go. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Manifestation. What is it? Yeah. How do you effectively do it? And how do manifestation and affirmation link? Yeah, so manifesting is basically co-creating with the universe to make something that you want to happen. You know, it's like attracting yourself to your desires and allowing the universe to help you do that. So it's a a little bit about trust, about faith, and about work, and also about belief. So it's about all of those things, and it's about honing in to those and asking for help when you need it. And also setting your intentions out and being worthy or feeling worthy that you're about to, you know, receive it. So I feel like all my life I've manifested without knowing. But then when I was doing my previous Mrs. House of Roxy, I really started learning more about it. And I w- and we were doing them during COVID, actually. My mum and I, my mum is a trained shaman. So mm. um, she, like, learned a lot about all of those practices. We did a lot of shamanic rituals at home um, during COVID. For, like, we did it on Zoom with friends. And we started doing these manifesting circles in COVID. And I was like, this is kind of, like... A 
this is what's going on. Like, I feel this. And this is really something that's helping me. So um, that was kind of my gateway. And then I started doing a lot of affirmation practice to help break negative thought loops. Because for me, that was like a huge thing that stopped me from doing a lot of things or just like continued to propel me on my hamster wheel of destruction, basically. Mm. So I needed the the affirmation practice in order to shift my mindset and change my beliefs. It's so good. Yeah. It's a pep talk and we all need it. Yeah, it's but like your bestie. It's your bestie. Yeah. So why can't you be your best, own best friend? Yeah, right? like, yeah. You need to like be your cheerleader. Yeah. And like tell yourself, I am going to do this because I deserve to do this because... Yeah. Why not? Exactly. And why can't I achieve it? Exactly. And the sky's the limit, or even higher than that. Yeah. So why? Yeah, it makes it makes so much sense, but I think yeah. people do think it is woo woo wee because yeah, people well, just I, don't believe in it. I'll go into the science a bit because there's a lot of Ooh, science. Please. There's you know there's been so many studies done that um, people that practice affirmations alleviate feelings of threat and defensiveness. When we feel threat and defensiveness, that is when we are in our fight or flight in our nervous system, which is our stress response. And we cannot function properly when we are in our stress response. We, If we are chronically there, then we get chronic inflammation, which leads to chronic illnesses. Most illnesses are derived from chronic inflammation. So if you fix the inflammatory part, then you'll be able to fix the illness. But stress will be factoring in on that so if we get ourselves out of that fight or flight then we'll be able to you know just live a really peaceful joyful life Mm. so that's one way affirmations also there was another study that said that 85% of our thoughts are um, negative and 90% of our thoughts are repetitive so pretty much 100% of the time we are thinking negative thoughts repetitively so that's that's, a disaster recipe for disaster and that's what I was talking about that negative thought loop that's an actual science that people are experiencing so the only way to break that is through affirmation practice is telling yourself a new story because we all our lives are essentially stories Mm. they're all stories and we don't need to always be living the same story if we don't like it yeah we can rewrite it yeah we can rewrite your story change your narrative change your language there's a a quote that says changing your language will change your life i'll tell you my favorite quote by lao Tzu. so the quote is watch your thoughts they become your words watch your words they become your actions watch your actions they become your habits watch your habits they become your character watch your character it becomes your destiny I mean, amen. 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 Literally, amen. So he says, it starts with your thoughts and ends with your destiny. So this is a pure, this is such a great way to show what manifesting is. It starts with your thoughts and ends with your destiny. If you want good stuff to happen in your life and you want positive things, you need to be thinking positive. Mm. Especially, and you know what? It's like so much easier said than done. It's like, well, I think positive and then all of a sudden the negative comes back. You just need to keep going. Yeah, and that's the affirmation part. Stay consistent every single day. There's, oh my gosh, like December was such a hard month for me. I was really in a bad negative thought loop. And, you know, I was just like, I was like, I need to stay consistent, stay consistent. Just get out of this rut. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And like now I can, and I've done a lot of spiritual work on myself. I see a spiritual healer and he really helped me through it all as Mm. well. So he helped me just like clear a lot of the stagnant energy and I just feel so much lighter now that I worked with a trauma th- specialist. So listen, it's all about, you know, finding things that make you feel good and practices. Yeah. But I also think, you know, a negative loop can be broken. 
and like people think oh I'm feeling negative now or I'm having a negative month that's it yeah focus is gone no no no. just you know and I was speaking to another guy on the podcast and we were talking about discipline Mm. and discipline is what gets you there in the end of the day like yeah you build those healthy habits into your into your lifestyle like you said Mm. December was tough for you and you're like keep going keep going keep Mm -hmm. going through keep working it through and then literally it you come out the other side. So if someone's listening and they're like, oh my God, I love this, I love this, but how do I do it? Okay. How do they do it? What's a step by step? So, okay, firstly, in order to manifest, you want to be focusing on raising your vibration. Now, like you're thinking, people are going to think like, what, yeah, does, that mean? Yeah, what the, does that mean? Yeah, the woo-woo girl is talking the woo-woo shit. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to tell you. Um, so everything in the universe is made up of energy, frequency, and vibration. And actually, this is from a quote from Nikola Tesla, who was named after the Tesla company. Um, he said, he's an amazing scientist and innovator. He said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think of term in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So everything in the world is made of energy, frequency, and vibration. So if you want to be able to manifest, you need to be operating on a high on a higher frequency, a higher vibration. Because when we're operating in a high vibe area, then it becomes so much easier to manifest. And you can start thinking things and they happen without doing the whole process. But if you're not there yet, then this is kind of like the steps to get there. So one, you want to start like writing down things that you need to let go of and people that you need to forgive. Because I always do this in my workshops. I always start with a letting go phase of the beginning of the beginning of the workshop, because if we are still stuck in our old beliefs and we're holding on to things that no longer serve us, then we can't make rooms for all the beautiful things that are about to happen in our life, all the beautiful things that we want to happen. Mm-hmm. There's no room. There's simply no room for both. You need to get rid of one. Yeah. So you can either live with the you know the bad stuff or you can live with the good stuff or and make room for the good stuff so you start with there write a list you can you know journal you can pause this podcast stop and then just write this in your journal as we mm-hmm. go on so write a list of people you need to forgive including yourself and um, things that you need to let go of it could be situations that you had this year or this month at work with friends with families all of these things you know within yourself Uh, that's number one then number two is actually get clear on what you want so what do you actually want yeah like Um, but the million dollar question right some people might be thinking well I don't know Mm. or I want everything yeah but like but what is it that you want paint the picture yeah see it yeah exactly walk it yeah see walk down that street look at that house open that front door yeah um walk into that office yeah that ring on your finger whatever it is actually do it in your head yeah exactly and you can do this as a vision board so for 2024 I wrote down like 2024 in the middle and then I just wrote down different sections uh, like career health lifestyle uh, relationships and I wrote down all of these different things and wrote bullet points of like what I wanted to happen by the end of the year Um, so that's like one way of doing it or you know, in some of the workshops that I do, I get them to draw a picture of like what their life looks like before. I mean, what their life looks like now, sorry. And then what they want their life to look like. Mm. Um, And it's really important here to not have fear block you because the number one blocker of manifestations is ourselves it's actually no one else it's our fear that we're not good enough we're not worthy we don't deserve it that it's unrealistic would never happen to us so 
so that's true. why we have to go through the letting go part in order to remove the fear so that you feel like you are worthy of what you're about to receive completely and believe it and also it's not too late it's the 2nd of february if anyone's yeah. listening being like i haven't done my 2024 vision board don't stress yeah, do, just do it. Like, listen, you could even do it the month before, um, you know, 2024 was over. It's not a big yeah, deal. It can yeah. be any time. And it can be, like, for the month. I mean, I didn't even write down... I wrote down things that I wanted, but, you know, the other day I just wrote down a manifestation that I want and I put it in my notes. And, yeah. you, like, I didn't put a certain date on it. I didn't put anything. I just wrote it down because I was like, I feel like I just need to write this down. Yeah. Um, it doesn't and, have to be a pretty vision board. It can just be yeah. notes on your phone, which you write on the tube. Yeah, some can also happen instantaneously. Like, so for me, some things have happened, like, the next day or, you know, other things have taken a lot of time to come. And also, you know just note where the doors are opening. So for me, you know, I'll think of things and then I'll say it out loud and I'll be like, I would love this to happen. Like, I really think this is going to happen. This is exactly what I want. Um, and I'm just going to put it out into the universe and see what happens. And then last night, I, this door opened for me and that I was totally unexpected. Like, I was literally like gobsmacked when I realized I was like, oh, it's just happened. Yeah. Also, like, the, you know, I've been doing a lot of contributing writing. I just wrote a piece for Tatler, and that was totally manifested. You know, the poor woman, like, that I, my contact there, my friend who works there, you know, I harassed her. Yeah. Like, I fully harassed her. But I love this as well. Like, yeah. I am a massive chaser. Yeah. I, people are like, oh, you know, you've had XYZ on the podcast. How? I ask. No, and I ask. ask. Again. And again. And I again, ask and, and again, ask and, and ask until they say yes. And in the process of asking, I'm always praying. Like in the in my meditation practice, I'll be like, okay, so I know that I've asked this person. Just please open the door for me. Send the good positivity energy mm-hmm. towards me. Open the door. Bless me with supernatural favor so that I am going to get what I want, basically. Yeah. So yeah. Worst and thing I'm, that happens is they say no. Yeah. Fine, exactly. Worst thing, they don't reply or they say no no yeah do you know what I mean so yeah that's the next step is writing down and getting clear on what you want and if you don't know then you can kind of ask yourself these couple of questions um what am I good at what do I actually like to do and I enjoy doing if you don't think of don't think of money but just think of what am I good at and what do I actually enjoy doing Mm. and then you can kind of go from there and figure it out and you know kind of do a little deeper dive onto yourself um, and then if you go further on from that, then you need to start believing and affirming and acting like it's already yours. Yeah. yeah. Now this is a hard part. Yeah. You want it so badly, you haven't got it, but you've got to act like you have got it. Yeah. It sounds like exactly quite backward way of doing it. Yeah. And that is quite difficult, but yeah, I do get what you mean. It's like, for example, we spoke about this earlier, but it's like simply changing your language from I hope it happens or I want this to happen to it is happening. It's already happened. It's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really simple shift because like I said, everything in the universe is made of energy, frequency and vibration. And there is a whole hidden uh, world that we can't see, but it's there and we can feel it. Mm. So uh, for example, like when I do my prayer and meditation, like I feel my hands vibrating so you know wow. yeah it's really interesting so you know people are probably thinking oh my god like lame <laughs> no, like, yeah it reminds me of this it's like one thing I often like think about and notice when I'm out and about and around people is mm. you have radiators and you have drains and this yes. is another way 
of thinking about vibrations of people. Like radiators are giving out all that positive energy. They are radiating and they have got a lot of good energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drains, if you're a drain and you think you listening and you know you are a drain, you can be a radiator. <laughs> you just need to switch up the negative. Oh, we're sorry if you're a drainer, but it's if easily you're, changeable. It's changeable. Changeable. Rewrite the story. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. And I think when we get out of like victim mentality or like, oh, I should have had this or it should have been mine or that you know these things should have happened to me and you know I don't understand why I don't get these and why it never happens to me. It'll never happen to me. I'm so unlucky. You know, it just wouldn't work. Shift that narrative. Yeah. And that's where affirmations come in. So I practice affirmations and gratitude every single day. And that's actually the last part of the manifesting formula is gratitude and affirmations is, you know, really being thankful, always saying thank you, like actually speaking out to the universe and saying thank you so much for all the blessings I'm about to receive. Thank you for bringing in my manifestation. Like when it happens, you need to say thank you because that just reaffirms the cycle. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and also gratitude practice like shifts your mindset from negative to positive. And if we're in a state where we're thinking positively over negatively, then our mindset will be shifted, our thoughts will be shifted, our perspective will be shifted, and we will be able to cultivate joy and love much easier than hate and fear. Yes, you know? and happiness again makes yeah. the gut. So yeah, it's a full on. It's circle. a full circle. Like our mind, body, and spirit are so connected, and that's the whole ethos behind I am. Is our brand is all about mind, body, spirit, and skin practices, and how they're all linked to your skin. So acne is definitely a byproduct of an imbalance between your mind, body, and spirit. Yeah, I completely. Yeah, you've led me nicely on there to I am. Yeah. Let's talk about I am. Yeah, the name, why you started it, what it's about, the purpose. Oh my gosh, there's so many, we have so many amazing stories in I Am and it's got such a beautiful story and obviously I was inspired by my personal healing journey and the name I Am, it's spelled E-Y-E-A-M. I love that. Yeah, but it's spelled, but it's, you know, pronounces I Am, which is like an affirmation. You, anything you say after I Am is true. It's a declaration of exactly how you want to feel. And that's what we've done. We're making this declaration of making you feel good through um, incredible products, obviously. Like, it's not like we have bad products or bad formulas because luckily my business partner, aka my mum, is a cosmetic formulator and naturopathic scientist and pharmacist. So she was able to formulate all the supplements and products that we have and um you know with my background and being a holistic health coach i also had that knowledge you know i I see clients so i also have that knowledge of uh homeopathy and naturopathic medicine behind me as well and different practices to help us and that's actually what inspired i am is because i always tell my clients uh to habit stack this is like a really great way to create healthy habits that stick Um, and that's what I am does so for example we have our product here obviously I'd be like use this to the brim Um, and you would it's got a rose quartz ball on it so yeah it's so it's we've used crystal energy to help infuse our products so the actual formula has our own crystal elixir in it as well as the applicator which is a rose quartz ball which helps cultivate cultivate self-love and all of that sort of stuff amazing yeah but um you turn it on and you squeeze and then you just roll it on and you say i am beautiful i am strong i am powerful I'm so abundant. Good. So so and good. And like not only do you have like really glossy lips because 
it's just this formula is so not sticky as Honestly, well it looks amazing. yeah yeah where's yours you've got to try some oh yeah it looks gorgeous yeah so it's a balm slash gloss hybrid which is just incredible but anyway we'll get into the ingredients mm. in a minute but um yeah so that habit stacking helps affirm the the habit to so in order to create healthy habits that stick you need to stack the habit so you have the affirmation with the applying the product then they become in linked with each other so then every time you apply the product you instinctively are there's an automatic response in your body that says oh i need to practice my affirmations yeah. so it instills it from you and like for me now i can never go a day without applying the no baggage cooling eye serum without doing my affirmations in the morning yeah it's, it's like become like a staple in my routine which you know? is so great and it's like a reminder it's like oh and like you're taking that time for yourself yeah you're applying your self-care yeah. and your Affirming. it takes it takes two minutes as well also like for example like our crystal clear spot and pigmentation treatment that is for um, acne prone skin acne scarring pigmentation and literally w the mindset behind acne is if you're thinking it's like manifesting it's exactly the same as manifesting it is basically manifesting if we're in this negative thought loop of oh my skin is so bad oh my like always checking or and which by the way like i'm definitely prone to doing yeah, like yeah. Well, who is we especially anyone that's had acne like it really really sucks like mm. and it really takes such a toll on your mental health so i think it's you know really so hard to try and get your yourself like from not having a negative thought loop like why is my skin bad today what's happening my skin is so bad but if you just change it to saying my skin is clear I have no spots so I actually that's an affirmation that I practice all the time mm -hmm. changing your language will ch like change your life literally amazing yeah and your healing toolbox yeah so here. my healing toolbox this basically I am was constructed of my healing toolbox of everything that I use to help me heal and I am is so much more than just a skin care and supplement brand but our mission is to help bring healing into the world and to help bring education more importantly so we have a whole section on our website called biohacks and this is like a whole blog area where written by myself of tips and tricks and how to do things how to get better sleep how to balance your hormones how to live an anti-inflammatory lifestyle um when you sign up to the newsletter you get a free anti-inflammatory guide and recipe book which i wrote myself Amazing. yeah so i put a lot of love there's a lot but of it's love so holistic which is what you mentioned and I think, yeah you know true health and wellness is holistic there are so many different parts to it yeah it is the full picture it is what you eat what you put on your skin and like you know mentioning the lip balm or the gloss do you call it yeah gloss? lip gloss which i love um you know it's on our lips we're technically we eat it yeah we're eating that so when you're looking at like what products you're putting on your lips be careful because you're 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 gonna eat it yeah like if you're looking to if you're only getting organic produce but then you're putting like really toxic things or through cosmetics and household ingredients then you know it's like fine but it's not great like yeah. for example like you know i was such a perfume girl like i loved perfume but i've had to stop using it you know anymore and like i can only use like non-toxic perfumes so shout out to anyone that's doing that please like dm me yeah any non-toxic perfume yeah dm me yeah DM me. oh my god completely. trying to look and like that's such a gap in the market by the way so yes. like you know if if i hadn't done i am i would have done that because like yeah. there's such a gap in the market for it so true i mean they've got they've done deodorant as well 
Yeah, wild. I use wild. Yeah, wild I love is, wild. There's fussy as well. Oh, I don't know. One. Oh, I think no, no. I didn't use that one. I haven't used them. Yeah, I haven't used it, but I've I've heard it's yeah. quite a good one. Yeah. So I want to touch on relationships and mm. where your relationship has come in on your journey because I yeah. feel like love is a big part of health, right? And feeling great and wellness. So mm. I know you've got a boyfriend. Yeah. Where did he come in your journey um, well I've we've been together for over seven years yeah wow been, so he's been on the journey with you yeah he's seen all aspects of me I've known him since oh. I was 15 we actually um I crashed his brother's bar mitzvah oh, when, I I, when we were 15 and um I we kissed each other that night I kissed him in front of his whole family obviously you know I was like wild child so yeah. I was like just Doing doing my, yeah, doing me, just, you know, kissing boys, left, yeah. right, center. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> so um, that's how we met. But then we just stayed friends. We were all in the same friendship group. And then, um, you know, we've been together kind of since we were 19. We've, you know, had ups and downs for sure. And we're definitely the best that we've ever been. And he's amazing. so supportive of me. And he's so amazing. And he's so driven as well. Yeah, which essential. Is, I think it's really important to surround yourself with the people that you want to be like or that you want yeah. to live like. And Agreed. if I, if he wasn't like me for in that respect, then I would find it really hard to relate to him Completely. because I'm very driven. Yeah. Yeah. And being driven is non-negotiable for me. In terms non-negotiable. Of, like, that's one of my... I need you to be so hungry to yeah. the I need you to be like starving 100% yeah. I completely agree <laughs> so, so what does wellness mean to you now after yeah. your journeys you've got I am what is wellness wellness to me is feeling contentment within yourself mm. and feeling happy and feeling joy um, and just finding all the little wins and not obsessing so much over all the big stuff or the outcomes or controlling everything yeah. but just uh, letting it be and having trust that it will come to you and whatever's meant for you it will come to you yeah. in all areas of what in health wellness lifestyle relationships career it applies to all the same yeah you know it, it, I agree and I think also having these goals and and manifesting what you want mm. you can do that whilst also being content with the journey yeah and where you are now yeah because I mean you're not happy with where you are it just means you have exactly direction you know what's really interesting is that when I did my the hormone trauma therapy I you know I haven't had my period in a year and a half like I said and my estrogen and my progesterone were flat like low like they're not working as in they are absolutely not operating right now that's why I don't have a period um but my the my doctor was saying doctor shout out to Dr. Mallory I'm obsessed with her mm. she is incredible she is the best person ever um and I'm actually I'll go on to that after but um, basically my body is protecting itself from having my hormones functioning because my body wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, I'm, I'm not in a, I'm still in a histamine state that I'm not able to handle my regulating hormones. So my body's actually protecting me. Otherwise I'd have really bad symptoms. God, yeah. It's so, clever, isn't so it? it's really interesting that, and I kept manifesting for my period to come. I'm like, I really want my period. Please, 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 please bring my period. And I didn't understand why it wasn't coming. I was like, this is so weird. Like, I'm manifesting it. I'm doing everything right. I'm so healthy. I'm managing my stress. I'm eating, you know, clean. I exercise a lot. Like, you know, all, but like not too much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everything's balanced now. Yeah, everything is balanced. You know, like I really, you know, I barely socialize. <laughs> you know, I'm a hermit. Please. 
Yeah, I remember, like, I really, you know, I surround myself with people that really bring me up. Like, even my, the person that I do my strength training with, a shout out to Ruben Tabaris. Mm. He is wicked. Oh, my God. He, he's my favorite person ever. Like, I, when I see him, I, I saw him this morning, actually. Um, and he also helps me so much, shifted my mindset. We, you know, he's trained so many champions like he's trained david hay uh dina asher taylor like so many different celebrities tiny temper trained him for like 10 years dynamo amazing he's so cool and like he's literally the best person in the world he deserves everything and more Mm. um but I was mentioning him because I surround myself with these sort of people and not only like are we driving ourselves to like become the best version of of ourselves but we also help each other we also console each other we also share with each other we talk about all like woo woo stuff you know Um, and so it's just really interesting that sometimes with manifesting we're not always going to get not everything we manifest is good for us or like it's, it's not our time yet yeah, like your period will come back when your body's ready for it. Yeah, exactly. So what are you going through to get it back out of interest? Because I know a lot of people mm. have experienced this, are experiencing this. It's a thing. We put contraception into our bodies. Yeah. I mean, I was on the implant for three, six, seven years. Yeah. Now I was on I, it for eight years. Yeah, got rid of that. Then I went on the coil. I'm now on the coil. Um, is it right for my body? I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I'm working it out. Yeah. Um, I did get my period back in that in the meantime. Yeah. Um, but it took a while to come back. Yeah. It's a journey and like we don't know what's gonna happen to our bodies. Like everyone's so different. We do our research before we have contraception in our system, but we don't know. Also, we were the guinea pigs. Yeah. There was actually nothing, there was no contraceptive really before our generation or maybe like, you know, ten years people from their forties to um 20s those were kind of like the guinea pig trial of uh, people that were taking contraceptive they didn't actually know the the you know repercussions that's terrifying also they don't tell you that um the period the pill stops your period so it actually it's completely stops your period and the withdrawal bleed you, bleed you get is a fake period it's not a real period yes i've heard that yeah so it's a, it was actually a marketing ploy to help not make women afraid of taking the pill because if they if they saw that their period stopped entirely then they wouldn't take it so scary so so scary and so i think it's just like about sharing the education around it and saying hey there are other alternatives like natural cycle syncing uh following your cycles i mean the pull and pray pray. i'm I'm on the pull and pray and i track my cycles and i just like i'm confident in my in my like spiritual practice that like i won't get pregnant until i'm ready yeah completely completely i mean amen amen i mean what are you doing to try and get your period back if you've gone through any acupuncture yes no I had a really bad experience with acupuncture um yeah so I I don't I won't I'm very I'm so sensitive to energy that like I have to know the practitioner well and I need to know that they've worked with people that I know and Mm. I need to meet like speak with them before and get the vibe and so that I know that like they are not gonna because I can feel everything they're feeling and sometimes they can put their energy onto me which will actually harm my journey so yeah that's a really important thing and people that are more sensitive to energy it's something you know I have a friend and she doesn't understand how to deal with her 
the energy that she feels she just thought it was herself that she felt so anxious or sad all the time and I'm like no you're feeling it from other people and like my brother's the same my brother very empathetic like he can feel everyone he's actually very um spiritually advanced like he can do like a lot of psychic work like he can look Mm -hmm. at you and know everything like if we have a question we just ask my brother I'm like Maxie like what should we do um and he'll be like uh don't do this because of this and like he'll know like he'll know and he like all he just needs to go is like go within and go into spirit and like find that out I know that people are probably thinking like that's a talent no it's fantastic and it's all because of the spiritual healer that we see and he teaches us to do that sort of thing amazing yeah amazing so um doing that working on my spirituality and having more faith regulating my nervous system because a lot of the problems is actually because I have a lot of trauma that I didn't realize I had Mm -hmm. so working through that and like kind of making my nervous system regulate properly out of a place of fear which is really important to getting your period back or clearing any illness or just any on any healing journey um also repairing my gut so you know from the previous ED like um you know disordered eating and stuff like that I really put a havoc on my gut also the pill um can mess with your gut flora so that's another thing alcohol disrupts your gut flora as well and creates imbalance Mm. um so I think my stomach you know what takes what you've done for years won't be undone in days so I'm you know I'm just still on my journey to repair and see like heal within so I just need to keep healing my gut even though you know I do everything it just takes a long time it does it takes time it can take like almost like three years to heal your gut fully yeah you know so don't wasn't built in a day you just so don't feel disheartened if you're like you know there are some moments where I've been like oh my god I'm just so sick of this like I just want if I would ever have like a bad bout with my skin I'm like I'm just sick of it I want this to be done you know I'm doing everything right but then I just remind myself I need to stay consistent I need to trust the journey trust the universe and know that things will happen in the time that it's ready to completely completely this has been such a holistic conversation and like we've spoken about energies we've spoken about food Mm. exercise Mm -hmm. love like i know you're into holistic um, health and well-being but Mm. this is a full-on holistic some people say holistic but they don't even go into energy like this has been amazing so yeah. thank you so so much of course we have a last question yeah just bringing it all back to food and it is what is your last meal start at main course and dessert what would it be oh my gosh uh there was like this tiktok trend like what's your death row meal yeah. so this is basically this is it. it this is it okay so starter i think um i would do um this is like i've never like really thought about it but i think i would do like I'm so weird, like scallops. Like I love yeah, scallops. Lovely. Like love a scallops, like with like some caviar. Ooh, I'm quite lovely. a decadent girl. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. like um I'd also do um some like crab legs. Like I love a bit of crab legs. I would then move on to um what else would I have? 
I feel like that's good for the starters. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to think about it and it's going to come to me. Yeah. Um, I would also, for, I know for my main course, like I would definitely have an omakase. Like that is 100%. Hold on, which is like, go into detail yeah, on so this. this is like a chef's choice, like taster menu of, mm. in sushi. So oh, it, it's yeah. like a 10 course meal. Like that would be 1 million percent my death row meal. Yeah. Like that's why I was like thinking like starter, like what would I even have? Fine. But I know that like for sure I would have a 10 course omakase, like trying everything. All the sushi. Yeah, like Wagyu burgers, um, Ooh, you yeah, know, delicious. yeah, like those sando, like yeah. the Wagyu sandos, um, like matcha f- um, pancakes and all of these sort of things. Yeah, heaven. yeah, love that. Um, and then for dessert, I think I would, oh, I'd also maybe like have a steak as well, like just yeah, why not? And, oh, chips, have to have yeah. chips. So, death row meal, you can go all out. Yeah, I can I go all it. out. And also, because for me, uh, one of my fair foods was chips and potatoes. It's really like so, I deep them so badly and I'm like so grateful that I'm in a place where I could eat them all the time mm. and like I don't have guilt about it and yeah. I'm just like so definitely like potatoes are like french fries are definitely in there yeah. and then for dessert like a cheesecake um or like a matcha souffle cake like Amazing. or oh no 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 also um uh what's the, the milfoy the one that's like stacked oh the little layers yeah yes, the layers. Yes, yes. anything with cream in it I love like wow this oh is a like meal. a vanilla meringue cake like that sort of thing and dates and nut butter that's always oh my god dates and nut butter is yeah my go-to wow yeah. what a, i mean you'd be like i'm in heaven yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought we could finish the session before we finish um with an affirmation yeah yeah like, great idea let's do it let's do okay, it okay amazing so i've got these little affirmation cards like in my healing era amazing. um and these are just affirmation cards to help anyone on their healing journey and like i wrote them all myself so they're it. great i love it i love it i love <laughs> so it so here we can take one for ourselves so is this what i'm reading for you or am i reading my no own? you're you're picking your own okay you pick one amazing okay. what does yours say i am forgiving myself and others releasing any emotional baggage that no longer serves me wow does that resonate with you yeah definitely it's definitely cool. definitely definitely it's really crazy like how we pick ones that are like yes. accurate. Okay, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick this one. Oh, girl. Um I am releasing my attachment to outcomes and surrendering to the divine flow. And that's exactly what I was saying that I needed to let go of control. Mm, I'm a control freak. I just yeah. need and both my spiritual teacher and the doctor that I saw, like surrender was the word they both used, like coincidentally. Wow. So I love it. it. With this one for me, I had a five year relationship and wow. it ended in May. And it's not, I wouldn't call it emotional baggage, mm. but I know this is meaning like, let it go. Let it go. Like, I keep reflecting on it. Mm. I keep comparing on it I keep thinking about it yeah 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 and you've got to just let it go park it yeah and because then the new opportunities will come to you the new doors will open and forgive myself like I was the initiator of this but then did I want it did I not I was constantly going back and forth in my mind Mm. and forgive yourself yeah and let it go so wow, spoke to me. I love that. Roxy, thank you so much for coming on. No, this has been an amazing, you. amazing episode. I'm so excited that I am. Oh, You've got a you. workshop coming up soon, which I'm going yes. to try and get tickets to. And yeah. yes, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. You're I really welcome. had so much fun with you and I hope great. we get to do more. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Roxy has kindly given you all a discount code off of the I Am products. So check that out in the show notes. 
As always, please keep supporting us, spreading the word of Catch Ups in My Kitchen. Share an episode with a friend, a family member, give us a tag, reach out. All of these interactions make such a big difference on the growth of the podcast, which honestly means so much to me. So thank you so much again and see you next week. Thank you.